to do What do you mean? <laughs> Which is cute. a game. I stole oh, it. I, it's still cute. You <laughs> no, can it's still super give that cute. to me. The Martini Lounge. Entertaining, irreverent, and hysterical. Hard hit it. Is it? Mostly. <laughs> what about you guys? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that for? Well, don't put our address on a profile. Bitch. What the fuck? Okay. What? Oh, what are we saying? <laughs> good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good night and good luck. Good you know, I feel like you should, you, you sh- yeah, you should just pick something each time that's completely, completely different, out of character, it's, out of everything. I it's know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I should really pick clips from like famous movies slash shows. Yeah, and then and you, anything, you have and to recreate them. them. And, de- and deliver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. I'm going to yes. do that. No, that's Listen, fun. That's fun. As I we like know, that. it's fun to, to um, mm-hmm. confuse people by delivering a line I, <laughs> so well like as it's normal. Just did as I just did me, It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. And it then people fun. are like, <laughs> yeah, wait, what? You're like, it's a character? It's yeah. Called acting? I just made that. Uh, everybody go check yeah. out, uh, I'm going to call her Karen, mm-hmm. um, in my Karen. curlers on our webpage. Oh, yes. that's the name when you're going to give got her. Up, I'm going to give her Karen, Karen, and she's talking to Charlie. She's very, yeah, yes. she's very Charlie. 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 Yes. She's it's very, a, um, I love it. East Coast. I love how easy you can create a character with one or two things. You, you know just what I've learned it, you know? in my brain? Mm-hmm. So when I was younger, I, w- I do really well if I write off of a prompt. In other yeah. words, give me a word. And then I'll create a whole thing around it. Give me a line. Mm -hmm. I used to Mm do, I used to write poems based on a picture. Mm -hmm. Just give me a painting, something, Mm -hmm. and I'd write poems. It's fun way my brain just gets, I love to create something out of that. And so Mm -hmm. I'm on, I'm on, uh, no, I'm on Snapchat. And they have this one where it puts you in curlers. And I'm like, I can't just take my picture and not Mm -hmm. give it a story. And I did. And of course... There is no one that's a bigger fan of me than me. So <laughs> if I love it, I'm right. like, that was really cool. Then I want everybody to see it. Right. And I'm not just going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there and then tell people, did you look? Yeah. Did, did yeah. you see that? Yeah. That no, was funny. I don't think you told me that you saw it. Right? I need you to confirm. That shit was good. RSVP yeah. to seeing it, please. <laughs> I'm giving myself the Oscar, so yeah. it's okay. It's I okay. love it. I mean, it's, it's brilliant. It's yes. brilliant. It's fun. Brilliant. I learned um, a phrase today at work. Well, I, it was made up by someone. Um, was you're fired? No. Well, no, <laughs> no, no, because hopefully I not. Afraid, no. Yeah, I called you're fired. Yes. No, they um, called me. They're like, Sergey, you know what you are? You're a sasshole. Like an asshole, but a sasshole because it's so much sass. You're sass. Truth, though. Yeah. If you think about yeah, it, because there's so much sassiness, like especially when it's, it's turned on. Some days it's just there. Some days it's like yeah. you're an asshole, but it's like with sass. Like but you're not direct. So it's like sassy. not a dick. I mean, no. you're not like, but you're right. I'm not being a yes. dick. I'm just being sassy to a point of like too much. Because I'll text you and be like, okay, sassy pants, back down. Exactly. Like, now I can say sass. Sasshole. I love That's what I am. I'm a sasshole. You're the first one in my I, mind. You I, are the. Epitome of the sasshole. The inaugural. Yes, sasshole. the inaugural sasshole. That's interesting. Premier. Wait, who made it up? Oh, one of my managers. Oh, oh wow. I mean, they were going to come from the top down. Well, you know. Right in. People know that I'm either the most positive and energetic yeah. and amazing person, or I'm going to give you. You have different speeds. Yeah, or mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a metric shit ton of sass. Yes. And oh, that's just how it goes. Those are fun. Yeah. Oh, those days Honey, if you ask stupid questions, I'm going to give you a ah. stupid answer. Yes. Because it's earned. It's earned. You earn it. There's nothing like, we can do. What, yeah, what, what the yeah. fuck? What like, the actual so, fuck? So I, I figured that'd be good to bring I in. I love um, that. Just in case either of us Sass-holes. are sassholes. Yep. It's my favorite thing to be. Sasshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. That's me too. true. 
No. Work, er, boo. Boo hoo. I know, yeah. honey. In California, I, I plan to have an absolutely wonderful, brilliant job. Yeah. No so more done. No more of this, whatever we do, office. And just, mine isn't like the people are great. No. It's just boring for me. It's, it's just boring. Yeah. There's nothing feeding my soul oh, yeah. at my job. See, I am sorry for that because. Yeah, your job is pretty well, good. Well, my job feeds the soul a little bit. Is oh. it what I want to do? No, but it feeds the soul a little bit, and it's yes. a good environment. Yeah. Yours has good people in it. So it has good. amazing people yeah. in it. People that I, I adore. And they support you. Yeah, and, and that feeds me. your soul different It's ways. the work itself. Like, right. yeah, I love the right. people I work with. It's just the work itself. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, if I have to open one more file for it, I'm mean... not thrilled to be a live <laughs> agent. That's, no. You mean opening files, answering phone calls, and taking people into the front desk isn't changing humanity? Right, that's crazy. Huh. I will Weird. tell you, I'm probably the nicest person they'll meet because they don't deserve it. Most of them. <laughs> yeah. This is my favorite thing. So we have this certain... We, you and I like to be positive. Mm-hmm. You know, Generally. we work on it. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, but it's there that we like to be. Right. Yeah. There's, a, there's someone a who comes into our office frequently. Sure. She's a frequent flyer. <laughs> and oh. every time she mm. comes in... I I am I am have to brace myself because someone's either sick mm-hmm. or they're dying mm-hmm. or they're dead mm-hmm. uh, because she always has a story and it's she comes in all the time and it's always a new person. Uh, I was at my friend's. Yeah, she's in the hospital. She's on her deathbed, and oh I was around like there's oh, one oh, common denominator God. here, and I would like to point out that maybe we need to do a little research. Yeah, I know. Maybe an investigation. Mm. Someone's always and it kills me. And I go to her people, the people she works with, and I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah, I cannot do it. Every time she comes in, someone's gonna die. Don't befriend her. No, don't befriend no, her. No, because you could die. Yeah, she's Lady Death. Yes, yes, Lady Death. Yeah, yeah. she is the Grim Reaper. Yes, it reminds me of Grim sadness Reapers. in. Oh, Pixar movie. Inside Out. Yeah. yeah, Inside Out. Yeah, it reminds me of that. I'm just sadness. like, She's oh, so funny. it's so hard. Yeah. It's hard. You're like, oh my god, girl, know. get That's a grip. Right. Fuck. What the hell? That's so funny. Speaking of things we love um, to watch. Yes, we are. We like stuff on TV. <laughs> you know, we watch it. In we and out watch sometimes. certain cinematic things yeah. on your talkie box or a big yeah. screen. <laughs> your talkie you know. box. We love <laughs> movies, but you. we love shows, right? Yes. Yeah, we do. So we binge, or at yeah, least I try to binge. Yeah, I not typi- always easy. No, my binge typically lasts like a month. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like it, a it's, it's a hard to do a, a full on binge. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. now those That'd are great good. weekends. I know, but it's hard to do those. Um, what are you <laughs> binging? Like I binged. Uh-huh. Oh, I have two episodes to go. Okay. But uh, uh, a series of unfortunate events. Season two. Season two. Okay. So I'm, re- and it's already, like, I already love first season. It's even yes, better than it first was season. So good. I'm uh, on episode three of that. And oh, yes, you're right. It's, yeah. it's, um, it's fun. There's I love a him. Different, there's, a, there's a different vibe this year. It is. Like, yeah. it's still that same, but mm-hmm. it's like they're comfortable in their story. And they, if you they notice, are. they get a little cheeky mm-hmm. in this a season. A little bit. A little there bit. Are, there are some jokes that are meant for the adult crowd yeah, in this season. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I I'm like kind it. of impressed with how they're sinking into it. And I love they're that they fun. explain how the baby is now a toddler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Like, that was so fast. Yeah, wow. She grew. <laughs> yeah. We went to school and she, here she is. Okay. So, yeah, it's fascinating. <laughs> it's a good. So that's what I'm binging. Like, I, I'm dying to see the last two. But mm-hmm. I also want to give it its due time. So right. if I, I don't want to rush it. So right. like if I know, no, you're not going to be able, you're not going to be able to enjoy it because mm-hmm. you're going to be watching the clock. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck that. Which most likely means I'm not going to be able to finish it until LA. 
But, oh, I know. but it is a saddest. great show. That's the saddest. I know. Oh, well, two episodes. That's not that much, though, right? No, Maybe I know. You, can fit them in, you know? You could do it. it could happen. I love it. I see. I just I started that, but Santa Clarita Diet was <gasps> another one. You, we so both watched that yes, all the way, times, all oh of God. season two. It's so funny. It's like the weirdest humor, but yeah. I love it. It's Drew Barrymore at her finest. I oh, think she's so fun. She's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and the and guy just, from just Justified. I can oh, almost think of his name. Yeah. Um, the, um, the dad. Which, yes. Uh, First of all, he's quirky, funny, and sexy. They have great chemistry, yeah, too. They have a great chemistry. Mm-hmm. I saw them on Joel McHale's new show together. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I enjoy his... It's basically the soup mm. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I enjoy it. And so all the Netflix show do cameos. And right. Drew and the guy showed up on there, and it was yeah. pretty funny. That's awesome. I almost remembered his name. I, it was almost. <laughs> it was right there. I feel like once I hear it, I'm like, that's it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I need like the, almost... <laughs> what is that? Like when they line up the cult or the wit, no, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the suspects the behind lineup, the line. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, that one. Exactly. That's what I would do. I almost I had it. it and then I, some reason my brain went to O'Flannery and I know that's not his O'Flannery. <laughs> so, you know, not that's not, listen, it'll come to us. It'll yeah, we can look us. it up, but too much People work. that are listening right now are yelling it at the... Oh, I wish we could hear you. I know. Unfortunately, lady, we cannot. (laughs) Sorry. Nope. Nope. But the car next to you. Keep trying. Oliphant. Oliphant? His last name is Oliphant. What's his first name? I don't know. Oh, I got that. So little to choose from. (laughs) Stephanie Oliphant. That's not it. (laughs) Abigail. But it is Oliphant. Okay. Okay. There. Mr. Oliphant plays Mm -hmm. Drew Barrymore's husband. Yeah. And he's great. Mrs. uh, Barrymore. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Mrs. Barrymore to Mm -hmm. Mr. Oliphant. There you go. So you 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 binged that. Binged that. That was good. I loved that. Um, Then I dog sat over the yes a little bit ago. Yeah. Um, And anytime I dog sit, where they have cable yeah. which we don't i don't need and it's fine right, i'll right. figure it out netflix it is, it is like a Whatever. good treat when you it's a good yeah. treat so i watch things that are cable only yeah um so i caught up to um schitt's creek's current <gasps> season that's because right. that's not on netflix said, yet oh, and oh my god honey if you're waiting for it on netflix it's amazing oh, it is so great i'm ready oh yeah they and build i'm already in love with david and, oh yeah and i hear there's a good story they, and they really find talk about finding footing like they had in the last few seasons i yeah. think season three they're like straight on this is what we yeah. are this one it really does explore the characters so well oh. so well. i'm so excited so i can't well. even help it i know yeah. you, you should i'm be. excited to see it well one of our traditions so we have um mm-hmm. i love it when people listen i know we make this seem effortless and it is yeah. um but we have business so meetings mm-hmm. we have work nights yeah yeah and yeah. so one of our traditions has been Okay, so work night. We got to get some shit done. But sure. first, we're going to have dinner. Then we're going to watch I Will think. and Grace. Oh, yes. Will and Grace. We, we watch Will and Grace. And, you know, they just had their we they had their season finale. Yeah. But we've watched every episode so of this year. We have. We which have. is cool. The new season. Yeah. And it's still amazing. I'm sorry. It's it, amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. I love and every moment of it. Our favorite person, we've actually uh, interviewed mm. one of the actors from it. But from that YouTube show, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the gosh. something in wondrous life of uh, Caleb the wondrous Gallo. game, wondrous life of Caleb, Caleb Gallo. Gallo. Well, I Caleb heard... Gallo is in yeah. the last, yeah, the last show of Will and Grace, and he's amazing. And I wish I remembered his name. I feel like it's like Jason. I see. This is gonna thin. It's yes, his name. Jason Mian Thin. Yes, that's his name. But... Jason Mian Thin Olafun. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. what it is. That's him. But he. <laughs> 
He does a lot of good YouTube stuff, and he, he did that one skit with Stephen Garino. Mm-hmm. But it's so cool to see him, and he loves this. And he's super good, character. and he's always funny. Yeah, and he's so, adorable. Ugh. If he's you haven't seen the, the new season of Will and Grace, first of all, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, but it's super good, and I'm excited because so we good. know they're doing a season two. They are. they don't know how long know. they're gonna take it, but I'm like, just keep going. They should. How long was the first time they did it? Like, uh, I think it was season, eight, eight years. Eight. Yeah. I think it was. They eight should years. do a ten. Make it um, ten. Yes, just you guys can all do it. Because they are all so perfect in their roles. Yes. I know. So that's kind of worth... I mean, if they're, you don't really binge it, we waited every week to watch it. But still. That's true. That was yeah. not bingey because you couldn't binge it. No. You could but only it was, it's perfect bite-sized for when you have shit you got to yeah. get done. Yeah, true. But you just need a little, true. A little break. True. See, Breather. I like that there's a combination the of two. There's the shows you can binge in one sitting and get yeah. through. And then there's the shows you do have to wait for. Because I missed yeah. that. I missed the anticipation of... Oh, shoot. I exactly. want the next episode, and you have to wait all week, and you talk about it at you know work. fascinating? So this yeah. guy I'm sort of talking... Yeah, we will not get into my personal life. This guy. Life. Okay. There's a guy, and he... I enjoy yeah. Netflix because... Uh-huh. But he, he doesn't understand... He can't get why I don't have cable, and it's like, first, I don't have the time yeah. to watch That's cable. That's too but much. he loves cable. Well, good. And so it's this interesting you. little... Because uh, do I miss Bravo? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Do I miss HGTV? Yes. With all of my heart. I love HGTV. I, I could watch that straight. Right. So I'm like, but I love Netflix works for right. the life I, right. I have and that I want to continue to have. So, but it's fascinating because he just can't wrap his brain around. Yeah. I don't have. I know. But he doesn't have Netflix. Well, and, and I can't wrap my brain around that. That's the thing yeah. I would be more crazy about. I feel like that's the trend nowadays is like, you know, cable is almost, is, is really secondary to having Netflix. Like, yeah. Hulu, yes. have that. You can get a you lot more so shows. You have so much more control Amazon over your Pro, You know, get viewership. the, exactly, get those. And even if you want something that's cable, you know, get H, HBO Go. Yeah, and you can yeah, get yeah. And then you, it can be like, right. yeah. So you kind of mm-hmm. have part of it. But I will say, I do, I, mi- I miss the Bravos and the, you know, and the HGs. I wish there was like you could well maybe maybe at some point in our lives we'll just rent a hotel and stay the whole twenty and just watch TV. I feel like that's what I did last time I saw my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got, we so just fun. cuddle on the couch and watch yeah. TV. Yeah, that's see, fine. I like there it. you go. Good. So plan that one in there. Yeah, done. Be super fun. Done. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't even know what we're doing today, so you know, everyone enjoy. Uh, I know. <laughs> what are we? Who are we we're talking to? <laughs> Katie Flahive. Oh, uh, Flahive. Flahive or Flahi Flahivi. It's yeah, not you know what she's gonna tell us what her name is because we we all know. <laughs> Yeah, well, we uh, we know she's super charming and really sweet. Exactly, and she has a name we can't say. We cannot say. <laughs> we will always say your name um, incorrectly wrong. with yes. so much confidence. You believe it, yes, and then you tell us we're wrong. Exactly, so, it's okay. It's, it's a okay. tradition. Yeah, it is a tradition. It's, it's fine. a little tradition. Tradition. Um, but gross. <laughs> Katie is from um, the Looming Tower. Yes. Um, oh my which god, is which is on Hulu's. Amazon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's their series about 9/11. Right. And it kind of it's listen, it's a little dark, but yeah. it deals with kind it of, you know, hard to make the that FBI funny. and CSI yes. and kind of the, you know, right? Not camaraderie. What is the word? Competition. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> different. Yes, very. That was going on between them. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, competition is right. Yeah, yeah. where they didn't share from anyways. It's it like tells like it's yeah. based on a book. Right. Pulled exactly. surprise winning book. Yes. Um, yeah. Same time. And talks about really how okay. they just worked against each other instead of with each other. Totally. For, yeah. And During a very, you know, 
pivotal I, time in our nation's history. Yeah, super, super memorable. Just so. saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Uh, listen, it's going to get real. It's going to get very but real. we're going to make it, and you know it's your boy, so mm-hmm. it's still going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We'll, we'll keep it light on the end, I think. Yes. But you know what? It's an important we'll conversation. And we'll hold your hand. We, we do not steer away from the dangerous or uh, scary conversations here. No, we do here. not. We will attack no, them bravely head on. Done. So here we go. Hulu recently released the dramatic miniseries The Looming Tower, based on the 2006 Pulitzer Prize-winning book by Lawrence Wright, The Looming Tower, Al-Qaeda, and the Road to 9-11. Here to chat with us about this and how much she loves the Martini Lounge uh, more than anything in the whole universe, and then maybe a, a little bit more, we are super excited to welcome actress Katie Flive to the show. Katie, are you there? Hi. Hi. First of all, Welcome. I need to ask you a very important question. Did I brutalize your last name? <laughs> um, I was wondering if that was going to be the lead. Um, <laughs> you were like 80, you were 80%. If you, <gasps> I'll put it this way. If you were a telemarketer, I would have listened to about 30 seconds. Oh, that's oh, good. Okay, okay. Now, how do you say your name? <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> it's Playhive. Flayhive. Flayhive. Oh, Flayhive. so Flayhive. close. Flayhive. Okay, okay. You um, know what? This is our, it's almost a trademark at this point. Yeah, we, we just, are gonna, it, your last name could be Smith and we'll say And Smite, we'll just mess it up. You know? We'll just mess it up. So. So you've been, you've been indoctrinated <laughs> yeah. to so the So welcome the, the, the great, you know, Katie Flayhive. <laughs> okay. Katie, let's get right <laughs> to it. Let's start with sure. the miniseries you're on right now, which is on Hulu, as we said. Can you break it down for our listeners? Um. So the Looming Tower, as far as a soundbite from my brain would go, is uh, it kind of breaks down the relationship between the FBI and the CIA and the events that led up to 9-11 and how communication kind of um, was either buried or missed by each each group and, and kind of how that had a bit of a butterfly effect mm-hmm. leading up to 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So you, so you see these big, big, um, you know, muscular departments of U.S. government, and you see how ego and ideas and information was just kind of either not exchanged or missed or buried along the way. Right. Um, yeah. So it's it's um, you know looking back at that moment in time is is pretty significant and right. And so the clues and and the relationships almost become vital at this point to investigate. Sure. Well, and and so it's a, I think it's a really good show and a, at the right time when we can talk about these things and kind of investigate what uh, what happened and you know what kind of led to you know just just the story of it. What what is your role in um, in the looming tower in all of this? So I play one of the the sisters. Which basically, there there are these women in Alex Station, um, and and it's it's very supporting to uh, Peter Sarsgaard and Ren Schmidt, um, and I'm one of four women who we were, you know, there there were a lot of um, between this. Have you guys watched the show yet? We haven't seen it, and no, you guys, not yet, because I know there's a couple to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, so basically, like when you start watching it, you'll see a real difference between like the FBI office and the CIA right. office, both in tone and in look and in who's in it. Um, and the character that Peter plays basically is like um, 
you know, he's the director of the CIA, not director, right. but he, he helms the Alex station. And um, essentially, the the office is mostly populated by women. Oh. Um, and in that time, I don't, I don't know if it was uh, interesting, but I think like that was kind of an anomaly. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, that they had so many uh, analysts and researchers and, you know, people working in that office who were female. Um, and so as you see them kind of working through the show to see that station, Alex station, which it was called, um, which was actually named for this man's son. Oh, wow. um, so you see that it's, it's a lot of women. And so there are these four women who pop up in a, about, you know, eight of the 10 episodes. And mm-hmm. I'm one of those women. Oh, no. um, and they, they were tasked with trying to figure out how everything connected. Um, and what you start to see is how the FBI wanted to share and and gather information and how the CIA through the station, you know, was on to something with a very different set of um, protocol and how just the different ideologies did not match up or even, you know, balance each other. Um, so we really became two different entities, the FBI and the CIA, which was funny because the sets were like right next door to each other. Oh, right. <laughs> but... Um, but I, you know, I one day I'm like, "Ooh, what's over there?" And I walked in, and I felt like I was doing something wrong because I just <laughs> stepped on to the FBI set, and it's like, "Oh, the clothing's different, the yeah. vibe is different, the right. the handles look different." Um, so they were amazing with details, and also like it, it truly mm. was two different worlds. Sure. Um, so that's that's the snippet of of what I did and what I was representing with with the side of the CIA. Yeah, and how did how did this role even come to you? How did you get presented with auditioning for this? Um, I mean, it was really one of those where um, it was it was kind of like any other audition where I was um, on my lunch hour. I teach I teach at NYU, mm-hmm. um, so I had my hour and a half break, and and my manager had called and set up an audition, and I ran, of course, the day that it rains. Of course, um, so I. Generally, I generally look like a wet mop, but today was like extra special <laughs> for this audition. Mm. Um, and I, you know, just went in and it was like a quick little thing. And, and I fortunately was busy enough to, to go in and do it and forget about it. And then I think it was three weeks later, I got a phone call from my manager. And he's like, yeah, you start in a month and here's, here's what it is and here's how it goes. And I actually had to stop and ask because it had a different title as they were shooting. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, wait, what am I, who? Yeah, what's, so, what's happening? It was it was a very happy, um, just serendipitous moment because I I was just kind of in and out and it was that lucky thing where like you, you get a job. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> right. And it was, and it was a fantastic experience and like top to bottom from the audition to shooting to wrapping it, like everyone on it was just a pro and really yeah. sweet and really talented and it's like it's really nice to collaborate and learn so much while you're doing it oh yeah totally well it's so cool to be involved with such a big project that runs you know so well through and through because a lot of the times there's always something that you kind of have to work through and work out so that's good to hear yeah right yeah and i mean like from the professionalism to like just how in between shots and setups everyone was just kind oh Um, wow and I also think yeah. when when you work on a show like this, that, you know, you're in New York, there's not, I don't know a single person in New York at this point who doesn't have a connection to 9-11. Either they survived it, they right. had someone they were worried about. I mean, the, 
the the global center of that moment is pretty big. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's certainly not the only one, um, right. but it definitely has that imprint for so many people. So, you know, it's like, I think there was an amazing community on set anyway. And, and on top of that, given what we were endeavoring to do, there was incredible empathy and intelligence and integrity surrounding mm -hmm. it. Right. Um, right. Cause I, I also having read, you know, that book that it, this is based on, which is the yeah. living tower. Um, how they got this into 10 episodes, hour-long form, like how they got the yeah. story and every it's Herculean because to understand all this is pretty Oh intense. my gosh. Definitely. It's Definitely. Insane. Well, I, you know, I, I want to touch on the event itself. I mean, 9-11, it's, it's been 17 years now, and it still kind of seems a bit taboo to talk about, you know, what the series does talk about, which is, you know, what our government knew and what it did it and how the FBI and CIA worked against each other. I mean, does that does that have a lot of weight on you um, being involved in this in this project and as, you know, as as a person in general? Um the onus of like of sending that message ahead doesn't mm. because I think we were playing someone in step and in time with what was happening. Right. And so I think you know, to assume that anyone didn't want to pass along information because of insecurity or ego or you know, whatever mm -hmm. hubris they were working on. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the case. I just think, I think that we, we've been in a historical footprint for so long. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's just a, it's, it's hard to say, honestly, like it's hard to, to say definitively one way or another. I just sure. think that, um, I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that, actually. I think it's <laughs> kind of... Sure. I, I don't know, because it's such a... You know, as as a person who had no connection to it that way, except right. for, like, worrying about my own family on the day, right. uh, to think of how someone with their job might have been uh, a help or a hindrance in that moment or leading up to it, it's like, I, I don't even know if I could conceive of it. And as you read the... As I read the script, I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't see this connection. I didn't get that. And like, right. you know, I was um, in college when it happened. Mm -hmm. And now as someone who's no longer there and feels like it's half a life ago, mm -hmm. when I hear people in their 20s talk about politics now, I'm like, wow, how much did I actually know then? What was I taking in before Facebook, before, yeah, you right. know, Huffington Post and New York Times, before you got alerts all the time? It's mm -hmm. like, <laughs> right, right. It was right on the precipice of analog to digital. And, oh my gosh, um, yeah. And so the way you got information was different. And, and you think about that even from the consumer to the person in government, where it's like, okay, what? how much access did everyone have at that point? See, and that's um, what's crazy. And what's even more fascinating about this is because you and I are similar in our in our age group, is that, you know, sure. like, my parents can, everybody, they always say, can identify the day that Kennedy was assassinated. For us, because it was that defining moment, I think, of our 20s, um, every, you know, I can always remember, and so many people can remember exactly where they were for, for this incident that happened. So it's that, you know, these moments in, in our history that define a lot of, uh, you know, the the molding minds of us when we're in college. I mean, this is huge to be part of something that is, I mean, that was so traumatic and 
impactful to so many of yeah. us who were there, you know? Yeah, it, I mean, it was um, it was terrifying, and it's something where there are a few events in my life where I remember the hours or the days or, oh, like, yeah. the mm-hmm. color of the couch I was sitting on. Right, like, right, I remember right. the terrible, awful apartment I had and the wonderful roommates I had. Like, I remember everything about that day. And also, oddly enough, like, you know, I was grateful when when the TV actually ran a commercial after oh, the, yeah. what seemed like two or three days that they weren't. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that was, you know, it's it's weird because, you know, I, I was lucky enough to be in Chicago and in college, so I only was remotely affected, but I knew so many people there that I couldn't get in touch with. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's that, it, it truly is like a, a moment you, you never can forget. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting now, like, I look at people who are probably 20 or 25, and they, they were babies. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, they're going to read about this in, in the way that I wonder, what is our what is our understanding of the Cold War and Vietnam is we're only able to read about it. And then exactly. you see, you know, your parents who talk about it, or, or your parents who can't talk about it because they were actually in it and yeah. had to kind of deal mm-hmm. with. And, you know, we live in an age now where we're, we're very comfortable talking about certain events or at oh, least yeah. defining what like can trigger us, or at least we've been exposed enough and gratefully so like to identify what disturbs us. But back then it was like, I don't even know if there was a lexicon for talking about these problems or these triggers. Right. right? Totally. Um, I totally agree. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not trying to say a greater than less than it's just like, wow, the fluidity at which like, we have the ease to talk about this now or the acceptance right. is quite different. So to unpack an event like that now is, it's just kind of a different approach. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's easier. Right. Um, I just think we just like, have different tools. Right. Well, the time, yeah, you know, the time frame definitely helps with that. I mean, once you give, you know, so much time for an event to kind of the initial shock to settle, you, you can, you can start opening it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But now, it's, you know, like, that that moment in time and like and shooting the show in New York, um, oh, like it's, yeah. it's significant. You know, definitely, I I go definitely. down through Wall Street all the time, and I mm. I still can't navigate by that. I can't navigate the financial district well because those towers aren't there. Exactly. Right. Right. Definitely. Yeah. The whole skyline is changed. Yeah. Completely changed. Now, Katie, as as yeah. much as we'd love to keep chatting about you know this important show and and how amazing it is, um, let's kind of change the tone a little bit and talk more about you and and your history and acting as and uh, as as a career. Um, how sure. how did you start? And have you always kind of been a dramatic actor? I mean, we a, a lot of your roles have kind of been in that area. Dramatic. I know. Dramatic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I do well. Tension holds me together, so I yeah. think I air <laughs> right. towards drama. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't get massages; it's an occupational hazard. Right. Um, <laughs> but you're funny too, I'll, though. Like that—that's the thing. I, you're, look, you're clever. You're funny, but you someday, stick to dramatic roles. Look, man. Someday someone is yeah. going to find my yeah. my fight or flight anxiety to be endearing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it'll have learned, its own charm. It really will. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you know, it's a real it's a real moment in time when mm-hmm. when someone scares you and you're like, God damn it, I didn't fight or flight. I just <laughs> like freaked you out. You just froze. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I always I thought I was a fight or yeah. flight person. Yeah. Nope. Fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I was Very, a sit down and yeah. rest kind of person. Yeah. Like I would like someone to handle that term fight or flight and then have the or because <laughs> I'm totally the or you punch someone in the throat because you panic. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, right. Happy birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, you're my kind of girl. That's what happens to me at surprise parties all the time. You punch people in the yeah, throat. I do. I don't, I do. no, I don't handle surprise parties well. Uh, <laughs> or being scared. Like, right. please don't jump out and say boo because I live in New York and, and we, we have to react. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not always fine. Yeah, yeah bring uh, the mace out, right. Yeah. So to answer your question about drama, sure, I feel like I'm predisposed to it. Um, <laughs> and and I, you know, I grew up. My my parents were teachers, um, and so they kind of had this rule about like if you want to play a sport, you've got to do a piano lesson, and if you want to do that, oh. you know, you have to turn and and understand what like singing singing in a choir is like. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so they were really. Um, beautiful crunchy hippie parents that like exposed us <laughs> to a lot of things sure. um and so and for for all their effort they have me the actor and my sister who's older than me is um she is the creator and and co-showrunner of glow which is oh, that show wow. on netflix about lady yep. wrestling yep. oh my exactly. gosh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we like to joke that we're like, we go home for Thanksgiving and if anything comes up at the table, my mother pretty much quickly and very um, bluntly is like, do not put that in a fucking play. We're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. And yeah. then fade in and fade out, it's in a play. Yeah, so, of course. Right, right. right. Um, of course. <laughs> Listen, it's so an understanding people must have. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we grew up in like just a supportive household and like I found my way into um, the theater school at DePaul University, which is, um, it's a really like, beautifully rigorous program that uh-huh. focuses on theater and uh you really get your vegetables and um and that's where I started so I you know I went to a conservatory that was intense and awesome and mm-hmm. and then I got to work in Chicago which for a young actor it's like I can't think of a better city to cut your teeth on yeah um you know some of my first jobs were with Steppenwolf and with you oh. know the likes of Martha Levy and, wow okay um and you know, you get to learn from the best in the industry. And, and what I can say about that town is like, they are so talented and so kind and so forthright and generous. We're like, there, there wasn't really any, I think I learned it first there where it's like, Oh man, this industry is not about competition. It's about collaboration. And if you yeah. see people that are competitive, like dog ear that page and go away from it because exactly. it's really not what it's about. Um, exactly. Right. So I, I learned a lot about just kind of my own humanity and how I wanted to work there. And and I ended up going to New York um, just because certain auditions brought me there. And I'm like, oh, let's mm. try it. Um, and it's bigger and it's faster. But, um, you know, I think a lot of my heart lives in Chicago and a lot of how I learned to work is there. Um, right. So well, I still... Yeah. Yeah, when you when you learn yeah, your like, skill and trade in a certain place, I mean that's hometown. That's you. You're always gonna like kind of come from there. That's gonna be your place. Yeah, and it it, it you know it it um, 
I just feel like on a cellular level, I learned mm-hmm. how to be an actor in, in the Midwest. Right. Um, and I, I can't ever, sometimes I get auditions now and they're like, she's from the Upper East Side and does yoga. And I'm like, oh, well, I shouldn't go in. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're like, uh, that is not, yeah, that's true acting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. that or exactly. like, you know, like the callback I had for Footloose, where I'm like, I'm sorry, they want me to smile and dance? <laughs> It's like, listen, I'm concentrating. Right, right. I got one. <laughs> yeah, I can't do both. You have to choose. Right. Like, make it Three Penny Opera. Please don't make sure. it Footloose. Yeah, sure. exactly. Um, one of the fascinating so, things. Know. Yeah, one of the fascinating things about you. So I was trying to dig, do my research. No, because we're cool like that. Um, but uh-huh. you, you teach acting, and you also teach like specifically you you also do film acting can you tell us and our listeners what you would say are the fundamental differences between theatrical acting and acting for the camera oh wow um i know I think right about this, i think about it all the time and um here's where there is no difference um I think that you have to ride or die by the script. I think mm-hmm. you have to observe punctuation and the intention of the writer. Yeah. Um, in the same way, with the same respect, in either film or theater. Um, the difference with um, film, because again, like I never had proper camera training. I never had a class really on on TV and film acting, and so we never had that. Like, hey, it's different. Right. It was, can you live in the moments, the given circumstances, the relationship right. in a truthful and honest way? Because in some moments, truth doesn't know size. And if you can hang on to that and hang on to yourself as the artist of like, how do I want to build this woman? How do I want to hang this role? Right. Um, you can kind of ignore some of the noise of, oh, do nothing or, oh, be big and presentational. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's more about if you can back up and advocate and lawyer up for the character. Right. You can find your way in the size of the medium. And the thing about camera in an audition and also on a set is that like it will pick up the breath that you can't take because you're nervous yeah. or oh, the yeah, breath totally. that you must take because you're overwhelmed. Right. And both are valid and both are like learning curves for an actor where it's like, oh, man, I can see my tension. Maybe no one else does. It's just that the camera is unflinching in your yeah. performance. Yep. and. In theater, if you need a beat or if you have to invent a way to give yourself a little pickup, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can turn up stage. You can, you know, there's, it's right. just simply bigger. Yeah. Um, and on camera, you are, it's it's also not always, the actor's not always the first thing in, in TV and film, you know? Um, right. It's a lot to do with the pictures and, and the way you're telling a story and the angle and the shot. And like, it's, it's a fantastic thing to watch because right. i haven't had as much time there but it's like oh my god there's so much that goes into this oh my gosh it's totally. like making um, a painting it it's really just is crazy yeah yeah and with theater it's almost the opposite where you're like well they can't fire me now because it's two hours and <laughs> yeah. i gotta go <laughs> uh, exactly maybe maybe after but not right now <laughs> right um, exactly yeah so so like the net of you can have a second take or not that that's ever the idea but like the fact that you can perfect something on camera mm-hmm. and the fact that like theater just feels like you were shot out of a cannon. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Um, is different. And as far as the performance goes or the mind of the actor, it's like, I actually don't find it helpful to think that they should be observed differently, but 
But I think, you know, if you start to create rules for yourself, it's more that you have to remember. It's just mm-hmm. like telling the truth. Like, mm-hmm. you better do it because if you remember all your lies, it's harder to keep track of. Oh, yeah. Right, um, yeah. Right. Yeah, be so yeah, that like, genuinity. Gen- genuine, yeah. that's not a word. Genuinity. Genuinity. Yo, know, I, I can make up a word <laughs> if I need to. It's valid now. Look, gen- genuinity. When I was when I was little, I used words like discluded. Yeah, and right. <laughs> discluded. Yeah, I was discluded. I, I still felt. Yeah, I still felt terrible and ignored, and I was discluded. That's <laughs> hilarious. Make it right to the dictionary now. You know what uh, I think? It's the way it, we we keep young. We stay young. Smart <laughs> smart people make up their own words. Oh. So there you go. Yeah. That's what it that is. That's my favorite. Those are my two favorite words I'm going to use every day now. Genuinity Dis- and discluded. Done. Yeah. Done. Don't be don't be discluded because of your genuinity. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right? Exactly. Done. We just uh, nailed it. Listen, yeah. that's your whole next it's, class. It's a new <laughs> Exactly. So Tell us, Katie, this has been so much fun. I I love a dramatic, serious person who can also play with us because we're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I I can't wait for the comedy that's coming up for you. I know. So I know it's happening. I know. Is there anything? If if we can talk about a comedy at some point, like, It'll be it'll be a glorious interview. Oh, oh and it's not funny at all. No, yeah. no, no, exactly. Right. Nope, it'll be the opposite. Yeah, it'll be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Now tell people who absolutely fall in love with you because of this amazing interview. I mean, you're welcome. Right. Uh, wh- so uh-huh. what else is coming for you that we can look forward to, or where pe- can people find out more about you? Um. So I just actually finished uh, a long guest star for Law and Order SVU. So that's nice. coming out in Exciting. the next, I don't know, month or so uh-huh. or whenever y'all at the gym because they're always on when you're on the treadmill. Exactly, yep. Um, yeah, because, you know, that happens. It uh, does. So that, that is the, the most recent or it should be coming out very soon. And I have a website that has all my, you know, news and tidbits on, mm-hmm. um, which is com. But Perfect. otherwise, you know, I'm I'm just your... Your actor who's going to be pound of the pavement. So hopefully you'll see me around. Hey, I love that. And next time you're doing that in LA, we will be down there. So yes, you can exactly. come to the studio. Oh, God. Exactly. We'll do and it we can, live. You guys, you guys actually drink martinis? Oh, oh yeah. All the time. Oh, all please. The time. Oh, please. We try new recipes all the time, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, so okay, good. Okay, good. Because yeah. what's amazing about your podcast is that because it's martinis, I don't hear the ice. So it doesn't really screw up your whole, like, CDR. <laughs> right? right? Let me tell you, though, I have voted, and you have if you have not tried a chocolate martini, you need to do that. They're pretty good. I'm just saying. They're pretty good. Dessert and, and an alcoholic beverage. Right? Yeah. Like, it's okay. just brilliant. The only way it could be yeah. better is if you had coffee in there, and then you got them all three. Oh. A drink, a dessert, yeah, and a coffee. Yeah, that's, that's how you start your day. That's exactly. right. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so here's the deal. Or, you With, know, your life of leaving Las Vegas. Right, right. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, that's going to end bad. Um, but <laughs> So next time you're in L.A., we're going to do the studio interview, and we'll be drinking chocolate martinis. It's Boom. done. Done. Oh, my God. I can't wait. <laughs> It'll be Good. perfect. Well, thank you so much oh. for spending time with us tonight. Uh, this show, if you haven't seen it to our listeners, definitely check out Hulu. The Looming Tower. Mm. Um, there's only a couple more episodes left, so uh, go binge it right now. Yes, yes. And go see our Get favorite, it. let's say it right, Katie Flahive. Oh, it? <laughs> was that right? Get it. That's not right. Yeah, oh, did. it is. Oh, yeah. good. Don't yeah. tell me. I'm, I, I'm I know. good at this. Don't well, tell me. <laughs> thank you, Katie. You have an amazing night. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
And that, that was, of course, mm-hmm. wait, Katie Flahive. There you go. There it is. From Hulu's The Looming Tower, it is a miniseries based on the Pulitzer Prize winning book. Um, and it's pretty amazing and really intense. It stars Alec Baldwin and Jeff Daniels. But definitely go check it out. I know. Important show. Good show. We saw the trailer. We d- oh, my awesome. God. The trailer alone. I'm like, <gasps> what is happening? Yeah, yeah it not, looks amazing. It, yeah, so exactly. super excited. We love talking to these people involved in these amazing shows. Mm-hmm. But yeah. as always, always bringing you always, amazing, always. sometimes serious and funny all in one. Yeah. We call that dramedy. <laughs> a dramedy. So you know, that's what this was. This was your dramedy episode. A drum comedy. Was, we had a lot of genuine, genuinity mm-hmm. in the show. Genuinity, yeah. yeah. Um, you so will don't not be discluded. You will not feel discluded. Uh, and, and tune in. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I love it. it. But always tune in every Friday. We have a new episode mm-hmm. just for you. We so do. keep checking it out. Until next time. Bye, bitch. Bye. Listen, you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just just do it. JonathanSergei.com Yeah, like, whatever. I mean, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there, too. Jonathan Sergey.